following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness Last Orders, the podcast where we look back into the films our Hallmark favourite actors and directors would rather forget they were ever involved with. I'm Joe, and with me as always, the man who has the Guinness World Record for most sharks pushed into a fish tank at one shark, it's James. I don't like that pump insinuation. Pump. Have you seen the McDonald's adverts where they're all going pump, pump? <laughs> yes. Yes. And with him, the inventor of the variable strength laser shooter and the machine that goes beep a lot for no real reason, it's Mark. Stick your hands in my gills. Oh, don't. <laughs> uh, if you want to keep up to date with upcoming film choices and that, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Great, all one word, or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness. Or if you want to make a softcore porno with the occasional sword fight in it and want to recommend a film to us, you can email us hallmarkgreatness at gmail.com. Don't knock it. We've, we've actually got a film. It is semi-pornographic, but it's semi. <laughs> it's <laughs> pornographic. Semi. It's semi-film. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, it, um, it's as much a film as what was it, Dinosaur Island was, or yeah, I don't know. I felt very... that had a plot. It's... I feel, I feel like because Mark recommended this one to us, I feel like he didn't see Swords and Sorcery with us, and he's taking his revenge now. <laughs> Again, <laughs> even Swords and Sorcery had a plot and a better I did it, song. Though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I Things? think for me, the, the thing is, I, I went based on just the poster, which, as always, I should have known. It's an 80s sword and sorcery mm. sandals carry on. Yes. The poster isn't a thing. It's like a, co- a copy of heavy metal. Yeah, mm. it's, yeah. yeah. And I was taken in. I, I was mean, also pretty into the fact it was only an hour and 19 minutes long. Yeah, mm. I yeah, thought. Well, that was a big draw. That's a big <laughs> plus in its corner. I was thinking, like, oh, maybe it's a short version or something that we found. Yes. No, no. Is it? Is there an uh, extended No, no, I thought the same thing. So I went looking for different versions, but no. No. Uh, we are, of course, talking about... Nineteen eighty three's Death Stalker. Now, I know what you might be thinking. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, would you be wrong? Uh James, let us fire up the machine. Vision's gone green after that. That is the sound of the techno drama drone of dread, which is alliterative Ooh. today. Mm. Um, I was like, where Krang lived in the turtles. <laughs> oh, more on that later. <laughs> Christ. Uh, yeah. uh, Sandra Death, a rogue archaeologist, and Greg Stalker, a resourceful survivalist, find themselves trapped in an isolated research station in Antarctica. When they discover evidence suggesting the ice pick used on Trotsky might be hidden there, they must navigate treacherous conditions and uncover long-buried secrets while facing a deadly adversary, determined to prevent them from exposing the truth. Okay. Do, do ice picks grow uh, in uh, uh, I was say whatever happened to <laughs> Trotsky. You think he was strangled? Um, <laughs> yeah, a strangler's though what happened, yeah. Um <laughs> The actual synopsis for Deathstalker, a lone warrior named Deathstalker is sent by a witch on a quest to find a sword, a chalice, and an amulet, a bit like Nightmare, uh, two of which are held by uh, by the wicked king and sorcerer, Munkar. That's it. Um, 
I mean, and to be honest, yeah. does that happen? I don't know. Yeah, it I does. Think... That happens, but then what happens after that? Not entirely clear. No. Uh, I'd just like to point as well, this is episode 134. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I, th- I haven't got the button set up. Um, I can't find the air horn noise. It's just, I, I, yeah, I thought, how many of these have we done? Oh, 134 of these fucking things. Um, let's get fully into the world of Mr. Death Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Derek Stalker. Uh <laughs> I was watching this. I don't know about anybody else, but um, I had to watch this on the website that sells bums. Yeah, um, I had to watch it on there because the would... YouTube one's in German, but it did take oh. me five minutes to realise that. Yeah, I did that as well. Um, I thought it could be Elvish or something. <laughs> oh, very, very much. Um, um, yeah, so single Asian women were looking for older men in my area. I was oh. like, how dare you? There's no um, women at all in your area. I've been to where you live. It's just old people. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> old people and sheep. Uh, and also, Palmos. Sexy Melissa from Nairsborough sent you uh, pictures. And it's clearly that she's bought the, brought the wrong size top again. Mm, so. oh. But that made that extra uncomfortable watching for me. On the train. Is... <laughs> thing is, I tend to watch these at work the second time, so oh. I have to expand the screen, yeah, so it covers up all the adverts very quickly. It's, it's uh, yeah. Um, I wonder where you were going with expand then. No, no, no. Ugh, not sexy Melissa's uh, ironing. <laughs> um, it literally the thing I was watching starts at the start of the film. There was oh, no really? um made oh, by credits. No. Well, there was it, like it did, cuts did, off did, new did. new world cinemas. So I thought, oh, this is going to be good then. Uh, and then it said Richard Hell. Uh, <gasps> actually, no, it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, uh, it's there's credits to people leaping out of a hole, uh, and I thought, well, this has got something going mm-hmm. for it at least. There's uh, a lot of people running around doing like low maintenance parkour. Yes, probably same parkour. But me. this was all before parkour was invented. What did they call it then? Just jumping about. Jumping place. about, being a, being a dafty. <laughs> uh, there's savages or mutants or something um, sneaking up on, on a man who's bound a woman, which is a common theme throughout this mm. film. Yeah, a lot, of bi- a lot of binding of women. Not as women. much as Lady Circus, but it's a close second. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah, I did get Lady Circus vibes at, at a couple of points here. Mm-hmm. Yes. He offers them coin, and then he just bolts, and they chase after him through like the ruin of an abbey. I want to say, yeah. Um, they they kill him because no, monsters no, may no, be monster, don't. but not no. monstrous. No, they don't kill him don't at all. Oh, no, he runs away, and then uh, one of them, oh, of course, yes, like sort of yeah. starts molesting this lass, mm. um, and she's like, Ooh. um, and then we are like the thing is, it's all kind of confusing because it isn't really great transfer quality. So yeah, that's true. It's it's kind of hard to see what's going on, and all the uh, lads look the same. And all the lads are in like grey potato sacks with a load <laughs> of cocoa pops stuck to their face. It's like this film, and if this film has a budget, James, I'll be impressed. Uh, and we're introduced to the hero of the film, Mister uh, Derek Stalker, as we've uh, and right because this is when I was watching it, and he said something, and I was like, oh, maybe he's speaking in like. A made-up language because it's supposed to be. No, it was in German. Uh, but I believe he says that horse is mine. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, how does that sound in German then? I don't know. That's like, a mine, mine and horse and <laughs> nine a booby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I thought, is he has he got a horse nearby or is he referring to the woman? 
No, he does have a horse nearby. Right, okay, because that's yeah. less bad then. I think this guy has nicked his horse, which is why he's come after him. And he's yeah, also right. taken this valley girl, is how he refers to it. Um, Not that so, kind of valley girl, of course. Um, Not the well, Frank Zappa style. No, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, Death, Death Stalker, Mr. Death Stalker. Hang on, Death big. Stalker? I've been calling him Jeff Stalker the whole time. <laughs> Jesus. Why did nobody tell me? <laughs> big Zoolander vibes from him. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, everyone sort of goes, oh, let's get Deathstalker instead then. Let's knock his wig off. Uh, <laughs> and so they all attack him, and like he whips out this blade. There's, I would say, a pretty good sword fight for 1983, before yeah. we got fight choreography and stuff. It's just a load of guys flailing around like a battle reenactment sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, there's some good killings. Um, mm-hmm. Kills one guy who's entirely full of uh, the red sauce you get out of ice cream for trucks. It's, yes. Yeah, I, I would say it's sort of like melted ice lolly or something. It's yeah, very it, sort of like liquid, isn't it? He stabs him and it goes <laughs> up the blade. Like, clearly they're spraying it out of a washing up liquid bottle. Mum, but- can we have Elden Ring? We've got Elden Ring at home. <laughs> the Elden Ring at home is this. I need to wash up liquid for my film, Mum. Uh, it's like a fairy advert, isn't it? Except it's a moon rocket. That rocket uh, was shit as well in the end. It was. Like, did, what it? a what a bad job that was of that small child. Uh, and he kills them all. Some of them run off, I think. And then he, I think one of them's holding the woman. Mm. And then he he pulls out a bow and shoots in the neck. And then the bow disappears in the next shot. <laughs> oh right, it's, it's his inventory, out. isn't it? <laughs> I was, that's what I was thinking. He's going through his pockets. Next to like ninety six <laughs> apples or. <whatever. laughs> there was some brilliant spaghetti western music in this scene as well. Right. This is the weird thing about this film, is that it has quite good sort of sword and sorcery music. Yep. And then during the fight scenes, it goes full Morricone at yeah, times. Absolutely. <laughs> and Rachel turned to me and she went, this is awful, but the music is brilliant. And I was like, I think it might be, yeah. I think the bit later when they're riding into like the wizard, the, the forest king's mm-hmm. camp, it, it, I got big day-to-day vibes because it just kept <laughs> keying up and it never stopped. And I was like, it must come to a finish. Nope, it just kept going until they ran out of keys on the keyboard. Do you think they took Morricone out one night and got him absolutely hammered on Grapper and he ended up just, just knocking up a couple Ooh. of uh, tunes and, for him? Enrico, look who's here. It's Barbie Benton. And she's like, hello. <laughs> and he was like, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> It's... He's like, Mamma Mia, or something. <laughs> I should I point out at this point that it feels like Italy, but it's actually Argentina. Oh, right. Um, wow. This is 1983 Argentina after they'd finished murdering leftists Ooh. and started <laughs> liberalizing for a change. Yeah. Like, it is like 1983 and this film gets made. Yeah. I don't want to draw any conclusions, you know, politically from this film and its consequences. But There was no women murdered that looked like Margaret Thatcher, though. Sadly. sadly. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have really fitted in with the. Uh... Oh, no, there was that one that blows the flamethrower in a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the guy who stole the woman and the horse is like, oh, look, like, we can share her or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of that, he, like, Deathstalker just stabs him yeah. straight out uh, of the gate. R.I.P. non-union Matthew Lillard. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't tell what anyone looked like. You know, <laughs> I have all, all only names I know: a Death Stalker and what's he called, <laughs> Munkar the Mercy Boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who 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 is from the Bronx as well. <laughs> Uh, I got all he, the chalices. He advances on the girl with a with the knife, a bloody knife, and it looks like it looks like he's going to murder her, but actually cut her bonds. Uh, but he doesn't do either of those things. He instead cuts her clothing off and performs uh, brief sex on her. His delivery 
Mr. Stalker is like Nigel Tufnell, isn't it? This just isn't <laughs> your day, is it? It's terrible. I think like he stabbed the knife into where her bonds are and then pulled her arms over the knife. And I thought, that's quite a sexy move, right? But then she's not into it and he's just basically molested her. Yeah. Yep. She's uh, also got tan lines that don't match the loincloth she's wearing. Let's see a bikini tan line. Well spotted there. Mm, <laughs> I looked very closely. <laughs> very closely. Yeah, he sort of like feels her up and then um, a random man appears and goes, uh, Derek Stalker, and he goes, that's me. <laughs> it <laughs> is goes, random um, as well. I've put down that he was just a dementia patient because we <laughs> never see him again. No, just some old man. And he goes, uh, yeah, I'll be a minute. And he goes, no, now the last runs off. And then he's like, I'm going to have to have a wank now. It's it, it's just, and I don't know what this is. He literally goes, it's not my day either. <laughs> Winks yeah. at the camera. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, well done, old man. You've stopped a rape. The first of many you could have stopped, but didn't. I think he might die at the end of this. We never see him again, so no. we don't know. Uh, so off he goes to the court of, and I didn't get the name of the king here, but I've called it's him Alfresco, the outdoorsy <laughs> king. That's Alfresco the third to you. <laughs> Uh, he has a crown of leaves. I think it's yeah. leaves anyway. He's got a dog and some tasty, tasty jerky. Uh, made of dog. Yeah. He says, oh, yeah, I'll I'll let you dog. He says, oh, if you're hungry, that dog looks tasty. Uh, you'll probably end up eating it. And he goes, well, you're eating dog now. Yeah. And Deathstalk goes, sweet. <laughs> like, <laughs> he has nothing. Like, there's no sort of wit or anything behind no, him. He's just no, like throb man me in it it's uh, this uh, this we learned that this guy's been uh this this guy's been kicked out of his court and i've just written Monkar, kick me out the shit because uh, <laughs> i couldn't pick out what he was saying but it was something along those lines yeah, yeah. king Monkar's got a proper castle with central heating in one of them kitchen islands and <laughs> the outdoorsy king says that that used to be his castle until he was usurped by Monkar, who was his court magician and he's got the ability to turn a whole army into sheep if only one person could get inside that castle. And Deathstalker says, a fool. And the king says, no, a hero. Ba, 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 ba. We get this fanfare. And then, then we get Deathstalker's great line of this as well. What's my favorite, one of my favorites? Heroes and fools are the same thing. I mean, and then not. he high fives himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the king says that he'll um, give him anything he wants, anything that he's got outside. Got nothing. Oh, it's beef jerky, dog jerky. Uh, position at court or his own daughter, but he's not interested. He just but his daughter has off. been nicked. I believe, hasn't yes. she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's she's she's there. So basically, Monkar he when you had your guard down. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Fuck it, out. Um, no, Speaking I'm which <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, I'm just gonna like go off and do some more death stalking. Gonna stalk some more death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, at the castle anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like I mean I looked at this castle I was like I, I, I really wouldn't have bothered trying to take it back I'd have just stopped in the forest with Faye <laughs> uh, we see daughter um, so the princess Cadil I think her, her name's pronounced first uh, name Croco <laughs> carried into a soapy harem by castle goons uh, so many goons, so, so much harming in this. Yeah, film. this uh, this 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 female water fountain was a bit shit, wasn't it? What's going on? It was like that video you shared the other day, Joe, of the the dog in the fountain. Oh yeah, but that's fun. This is just <laughs> creepy and weird. Yeah. yeah, it's just two Argentinian lasses rolling around in a in a pond, and you're like, under normal circumstances, <laughs> this would be great. <laughs> 
There's uh, lots of men in leather. There's some women in cages, and then there's just some others in towels. Cadil's getting carried about and slapped about a bit. It's not nice. No, again, there's a lot of really uncomfortable stuff here, and that's not just us being Bernard Wright-ons. It's just like <laughs> not comfortable to watch. That's the thing. All the all the bits of this are, are really off, aren't they? Like the hero should be cynical, but he should at least do the right thing because he's a decent guy. None of that. No, he's just. He, I don't know why he he only goes to the castle because the lady that runs the face painting star tells him to. <laughs> It's it's bizarre. It, no one in this is good. Um, but yeah, she's like, oh, I guess I live here now with all these other women who are in like Munkar's harem. They're the, like, like Jefferson Starship, then Jefferson Airplane. It's like Procol Harem, Munkar's harem. <laughs> uh, riders at this point take a bound man through the forest. Right. He, okay, go on, because this was something they're, else. They're riding full gallop, and this guy's keeping pace with them. And I'm like, bollocks. First of all, he right. falls over. Eventually, he falls over, but he's Linford Christian along behind him for a good long while. <laughs> I like the fact that uh, after a little while of seeing the man being dragged around, the director went, "Let's check that out. That replay out on dragged by a horse cam," and then we get it from his <laughs> point of view. Yeah, it's good. Looks awful. There it's is a, there's a lot of um, the sort of Evil Dead camera on a plank stuff yeah. in this, um, which but is fine, rubbish. but. It needs to be done better. Yeah, I did enjoy um, point of view cam sort of thing. <laughs> uh, this guy getting dragged, they swerve around one tree and he's like, phew. And then, bonk, straight into a tree head first. Yeah. Oh, and then they just. Tree. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not tree. a real tree. Must have been like 50 or something. Yeah. And then they just leave him. Like, not explained why that was happening or anything. Just uh, another day of dragging Gentiles through the woods. <laughs> I don't know why the Gents. I don't know. I don't know why. I didn't either. mean Gents. I meant peasants. Yeah, sorry. We'll just stick with that <laughs> biblical theme. Uh, it's General Kang and his goons. So General General Kang, who's Munkar's like first, like his, his right hand man. But I, I feel like you see him later. Do we? I can't be sure. I don't know because it's very, very dark. Because I'm on. fairly sure the old lady that comes out says, because Kang says, give us the sword, old lady. Give or us we'll, fucking money. Yeah. Or we'll do for you. And she's like, Kang, is it? Or is it Munkar in disguise? Oh, and then okay. she goes, snake stick! <laughs> uh, and this is genuinely pretty good, like, because she throws a stick at him, and then the camera cuts, and he's got a snake wrapped around him. I'm like, that's pretty good. It's not great, but at least it's something. Kang should never have left the technodrome. That's it, you see. Yeah, he, should yeah. have, he should have been in that big yellow dude. <laughs> yeah, with the should. Red yeah, yeah, should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this witch's house, by the way, looks like Michael Fabricant's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I I don't think they even built a house for this. I think they just spent, you live under that tree stump, love, right? (laughs) Is it the the dog mobile, the dog grooming mobile out of uh, Dumb and Dumb? (laughs) Dumb Dumb. It's kind of look like it. Uh, She does does her one trick, snake stick. Uh, Deathstalker appears and, like, kills the other two guys. Uh, And then he goes over... To... And Kang has turned himself into a bird. He's into turned a bird. into a bird because he's got a magical amulet. And he... Old lady goes, get the amulet. And Deathstalker goes, what? And then the bird just flies off with the amulet. And it's got it's got a little amulet on. Yeah, and he, and, <laughs> I, and he, I liked he, that. He flies up into the air, and then we see this bird give a cheeky little wink. Like you, General Kang, you cheeky man. <laughs> there's a lot of um, there's a heck of a lot of people being butterfingers in this, isn't there? Yeah, like yeah. missing something by moments or inches. It's just oh god. Do another, another I think it was then. all filmed in one go. 
So if they did catch, it was like filmed live. So if they had got the amulet, they would have had to change the story as it went. <laughs> just be like, just get the chalice now, then, isn't it? And he'd be like, sweet. Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> the witch explains that the amulet, the sword, and the chalice are the three objects of creation. Munkar obviously has two of them. She's got the sword with her. And Deathstalker at this point picks up the snake, and then there's a very clunky cut, and then it is a stick again. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, y- yeah, uh, the amulet is magic, power of magic. The chalice is to get jizzed. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the sword is stabbing. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I don't know. Like, imbued with and, stab. And she's like, oh, wait and get these three talismans or something. And then I've written, oh, hang on, four? No, no I, don't they, I don't remember there being a fourth one. She hasn't got one? the sword. Another man in a cave has the oh, sword. Oh, well, yeah. when we get to the man in the cave. But I, I looked at this, I was like, right, so we're going to get talismans from different places. Is this series four of the Dragon's Dream of Scorched Sheep or what? <laughs> it's you know called what I mean? a pad- padding series, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, he, he she she literally goes go and do it and he goes no like he just doesn't... he's like stop talking in riddles it's like I just told you to go out and find three objects he says it twice he's like he's just confused by sentences <laughs> I, I love how he's he's walking and kind of talking to himself or talking to his horse and he's like ah uh, a lake I'll have a drink and he bends over to get a drink and as he goes to get a drink there's the, the reflection of the woman behind him she's like oh Jeff Stalker your thirst should only be for the first talisman he's, he's like, like I'm just some fucking water, mate. He literally goes, leave me alone. <laughs> God, try to have a dump. Can't even have a shitting piece in this film. So yeah, um, and he looks down again and she's gone. And it was like, wow, that was crap. <laughs> <laughs> Turns but, out it's in a nearby, it's not even a cave, it's like a hollow that a tree's left. I'm yeah. assuming it's just where the old lady lives without all like the three bits of props they had in there. Mm. They just redressed yeah. the set. And he has to crawl inside and inside he meets a sassy mutant. Anyone want what? to take us through this? What the fuck is this cave puppet? <laughs> right. <laughs> they had a puppet, and they were like, we're having this in the film. Uh, and he says, basically, uh, the sword is creation or something. Yeah. Um, but look out, a big man is going to attack oh, look them out. now. There's, there's a giant who is just marginally taller than Jeff. But maybe about five inches. He gave like he he gets the sword, and to be fair, like, the, it, the, it goes the blue flash on it, which looks all it's right, film worthy, yeah, yeah. Um, but when you see the reaction shot of the mutant puppet, the light's red that's flashing, yes, yeah, which was strange, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it's he got, like, it could do different colors, why not? It's like uh, one of those pens, isn't it? Like, yeah. the four oh, yeah. colors on yeah. it. You could just... Don't try and push the sword down all at once. All them torches mm. you end up buying from Disney on Ice that invariably break straight away. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, like, has... I like the way you make that sound as though that's happened to you We've time after it. time. <laughs> Constantly. I always Not fall again. <laughs> Um, um, and yeah. he has like a weird fight with this guy. He cuts stalactite heavy fight, yeah. Bits of oh, his clothing off. This stal- these stalactites, some of them were swaying in the wind as well <laughs> as he walked in, like rubber rubbery stalactites. Yes, rubbery stalactites. He was a member of um, <laughs> Munkar's Arum. Played the theremin. <laughs> Oh, there is a theremin later on, isn't there? Probably. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, this this mutant, whatever, looked like a Gamorrean guard had been left out in the sun, didn't <laughs> it? The state of it. And it, it, it kept doing all these kind of like gurning comedy uh, moves. Like, yeah, like Gordon the Gopher. I'm just thinking, do you know, like with like the Michael Myers mask, it's just a William Shatner one melted a bit and painted white. Yeah. It probably is 
a Gamorrean guard mask. Just, yeah, yeah, probably. You just put it in the garden shed for a month and like, well, that'll do. Yeah, put it near an open window in the sunshine. Uh, he cuts bits of its clothing off, I think. He cuts something off it, two bits yeah. fall off, and then it just runs off. I wonder if it was like a knob gag or something. Was it supposed to be like testicles or something? Because it's like the uh, balls be. that fall to the floor. I don't know. It's very, very dark. It's really badly lit. He says he's been in there for 30 years or something, subsisting on mice, mice and... spiders, moss, cake moss, uh, <laughs> moss from the IT crowd. <laughs> Mothra. Yeah. And but then like, something really weird <laughs> This happens. is the fucking bit. I was like, what has happened here? Yeah. He says, only a man who is a child can wield the sword. And he goes, and I'm coming with you because I need to get out of this cave. And then it cuts to Mr. Deathstalker. And he's a boy. He's a little lad. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and I thought I'd imagine that because it's just a quick kind of shot. I'd forgotten about that until now. I thought I'd imagine like, it. <laughs> they come out of that? the cage. Yeah. yeah out of yeah. the cave. And the puppet's like, I haven't been out in sunlight for so long. There's no reason. He doesn't, he's not like, cover, cover my face and, up and he covers his face. in the burning cage, in the cave right yeah. there. But as they come out of the cave, he is still a little boy. Yeah. And then the man falls into a lake. Yeah. And he comes out, and it's uh, and it's Richie Cunningham's dad. <laughs> He's Tom a regular man. Yeah, Tom Mosley. But then Mr. Deathstalker is back to normal Deathstalker size. Yeah. Why? No, <laughs> could not tell you. Did could that kid, is that his make-a-wish, was it? Because <laughs> I have no idea what that was about. It's no. never referenced again. He doesn't shrink to boy size to get into like a secret no, alleyway get, or anything. You do get... Um, a man transforming into a woman later on. So I don't know if they were trying to set that up as a concept. No, oh, but... that that's a thing. I, well, when we get to that, we're looking at this way too much because yeah. they clearly didn't. Anyway, <laughs> another day, another woman getting assaulted. So he's got his first mem- uh, first thing yes. of the, the fellowship. Point out is the stalker. It, his name oh, was Salmeron. Oh, Salmeron. Very good. The, the the and at some point he'd said, "I was young and virile and handsome" or something. And then and then when he obviously he's an old man, he gets up and he's like, "Young and virile and handsome." Ah, that was a long time ago. Oh no, it's in the eye of the beholder. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, yeah. or something like. And then he's like, "I have to go and get my son's money back off some car tracks now. We're back." <laughs> In a minute. <laughs> oh, Something. Sal. Sal had his best to, to bring some gravitas to this, and it? Yeah. it doesn't really do anything, though. He spends uh, a lot of time kind of giving it like sexy eyes at the ladies, doesn't he? He has a minor plot point later on, but that's about it. Anyway, back to this fight in the woods. Uh, there's a randomer whose name is Ogris. Um, he's fighting Munkar's men. Meanwhile, at some other part of the forest, um, and as they're fighting, another one tries to carry on the attack with the woman. That happens a lot. Like, people uh... just giving up on the fight just to have another grope sort of thing. Yeah, because like there's like three of them just watching it, and he's like, "Ah, fuck it." Yeah, and, <laughs> it's. Being a woman in the Deathstalker world is worse than being Horrendous. a woman in the real world. <laughs> it's slightly worse. Yeah. Just uh, slightly. Well, because no, literally all of the women, in, apart from yeah. who we get to in a minute, mm-hmm. all of them are just constantly being chased around, molested, like Benny Hill. Well, they are all fit. But that's I not mean, the I'm point, not, Mark. I'm not making an excuse. I'm not making an excuse. I'm, you know, they could run away. They are running away. Oh, but... right. Okay. That's that's the film. Got you. It's round and round and round that mud pit later on. Oh, <laughs> it's... Little ball. Oh, Sal gets a tap on the head. 
Um, yeah, anyway, this so Ogris um, is a regular crop top wearing man. <laughs> to be honest, top armor. to be honest, <laughs> I thought he was. He says that he's off to this tournament. I thought he was off to a Red Hot Chili's gig. He looks, he looks like, like that man from University from... Speed. He looks like one of those robot dancers from the Billy Joel Uptown Girl video. <laughs> He looks like he's uh, the the landlord in the Big Lebowski, doesn't he? That's it. Except he's got a Kevin Sorbo haircut. But right again, this is the thing with fantasy films and armor. Right, I get it. Whatever. But why would you have your stomach, your tummy, tummy exposed? It makes no sense. Uh, Anyway, it's just just one of the many many problems with this film. All the soldiers have got armor on, but all Mm -hmm. the warriors walking around just covered in like. Crisp and dry. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah but I guess the soldiers have got a better union than the warriors. That's all I can assume. No, not after. It's not Pinochet in Argentina, is it? But <laughs> not after. Stop going what, on about it. But Ogre says, "Yeah, he's on his way to Monkar's castle. Uh, yeah, to compete in a tournament, and whoever wins the tournament will be Monkar's heir when he dies. And to be fair, I think." Mr. Stalker says, Monkar's never going to die because he's an evil wizard. And Ogris goes, I'm going anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of, eh, whatever, in this film. There's a lot of just... They, yeah, they rescue this woman. We haven't talked about the fight because it's proper dull. But um, the, the woman who was being raped, her kid is right nearby and they get yep. reunited in the background. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Dark. That's fucking dark. Yep. Uh, anyway, Ogre's she's the only one cool thing where he wipes this, the blade off his uh, sword with the back of his leg, which I thought was oh, quite cool. I quite like that. Yeah, I was into that. That's about the coolest thing that happens in this film. I think this might be the first use of, or no, the second use of a waxwork head that keeps getting belted around the place. We That that same waxwork head features about four or five times. It's brilliant. Further throughout the film, the more bashed up it becomes. <laughs> yeah, they really I got think the in, uh, I think in Deathstalker 4, I think they reuse a lot of cuts of this because... Uh, Richard Hell is in it again. Um, so they reuse the scenes from this rather than the other two that he's not in. So it's probably that head again and again yeah. and again throughout throughout time. Um, nighttime camp now. Um, something spooks them. <gasps> it's a hooded it's a, figure. It's a spirit. Deathstalker's response: Spirits don't make noises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, ghosts don't go woo in this world. They just shuffle about being an inconvenience <laughs> yeah uh, and we're introduced to booby tracy as i've called her uh, i've written lady swordsman oh okay. Tyra. Tyra is her name it's only um, lana clarkson everyone is it kelly uh, clarkson's mom jeremy clarkson's mom citation needed uh <laughs> yeah she fights she's a good sword fighter because her and ogris have a fight but for some reason again following the the barbarian code She's got no top on, just a cloak. Mm. Yeah, so he cuts the cloak and she's nude underneath and she doesn't, like, wrap the cloak around her because it's night time as well. It's going to be cold. No, nope. let weird. it all hang out. Um, yep. And Salmaron says that, that uh, he had a dream that they'd meet a man on the road and then it's revealed that she's a woman and he goes, dreams aren't what they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a phrase. No, <laughs> no it doesn't, doesn't really make sense. She says that she's a sword fighter who's cut down better men. And Ogris says, I've dealt with better women with a different sword. I'm like, I don't like <laughs> And then Michael this. appears. He means he's cock. <laughs> <laughs> I think Salmron's in a different film. Mm, I and think they just Richard cut him was. in. Uh, it carries on away to the tournament as well. They go back for to the campfire for a bit, and she keeps a cloak open, so to speak. Yep, just letting it flap about. <laughs> 
Uh, we get a quick cutscene to the castle anthrax again. Ladies are just lying around. There's a food delivery um, of lots of legs of lamb. Uh, and after the there's a couple of apples in there, some fruit in there, and a bit of bread. And yeah, a lot of like haunches of meat. It's like a too good to go uh, collection, isn't it? <laughs> From the local abattoir. <laughs> Uh, Munkar is a he has a snappy little dragon thing in a box. What happened to that? Like oh, this little um, this little mutant hand puppet. Yeah, yeah it's like a little yeah, yeah. mutant thing. I'm looking it from like the uh, yeah the the alternate timeline. Yeah, I was looking What's forward to that. Like snatch it up his finger. It, it, eyes. It, it, it eats an eye with yeah, no with eyes there, eye. and he's like, yeah. and then he, he feeds it eyes. feeds it a finger a little bit later on as well. Yeah, so it's but, not well, just that's, the eyes. Yeah. That's, that's also what you get from Morrison's. You go to too good to go. Um, he's so Munkar is also there. He's got real starburns thing going on on the side of his head. <laughs> Yeah. It's... Oh, it's, wow. He looks like John Travolta in every film he's in post 2015. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And he's, he, again, like, he doesn't lay out what his plan is. He's just like, uh, he's, yeah, we're we'll going to have a not tournament. At this point, no. Oh, uh, is it not here? An update on, on Deathstalker camping outside the city, and he's like, oh, keep me informed. Um, Deathstalker's just fucking Kyra in front of a bunch of men. Straight out the gate. Him and Ogris and Samaron just watching, uh, and making, making eye contact with each other, going, "This is awkward." Uh, yeah, and this goes on way too long. There's like, sorry, shocking. sorry to the people on the and... Northern uh, Trade Service to Leeds. Uh, well, I was watching this. Yeah, um, it's 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 long and protracted and unnecessary. But well, she didn't need to tell him that. <laughs> anyway, Munkar City, the morning. I don't think we ever get told what this city's called or why people live there. It's a thriving medieval town where preparations for the tournament are happening. There's a big wall of spikes, there's a big bowl of lemons, and there's trafficking of women again. And I was absolutely amazed because it's been years since I've been to uh, Camelot theme park, and and I was glad to see it's still open. I'm surprised that big wall of spikes didn't amount to much in the end. Nope, I thought someone was going to get pushed onto it. Someone was going to get spiked to that, but they didn't have the special effects budget for that. We've got one wax head and we can't throw it onto the spikes <laughs> Richard <laughs> oh, uh, please. They, they, the traffic women get taken to the great hall for that time honoured sport of mud wrestling is that this... goes on for about three four I minutes I think before long. this a lady is chased around by some guards Yes, and then they go ah she will do for Munkar and then like they tie her up and then he just lifts the skirt up and looks at her ass and I was like yeah. Munkar's going to be furious yeah. for, your, for your ass only <laughs> <laughs> And they just yeah. lead her off. And then this, like, of all the bits in this film, this was the bit I hated the most. The Hall of Carousing. It, it's not really carousing, though, because the Hall of Carousing would have, like, flute music. There and, was like, that, though. Was there was, there? There was music in the there background was, and everything. There was, right. there was music. There was this guy who looked like Abu al-Hamza. Uh, with, with the There's a reference, kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I, I, watching this, I thought to myself, uh, 1983, so we've got another year before we get to Jabba's Palace. Hang on a second. Did Lucas rip this off? No, because if so, the Death Stalker people have got a claim. I think. <laughs> Don't Jabba's, tell them that. Jabba's palace, while being seedy, isn't debauched. Like this is gross. Oh, this... I don't know. They're all lying on top of one another when they wake up. That's just for heat. <laughs> it is in the desert, so yeah. <laughs> It's cold at night. Uh, there's a pig-headed dude as well. There's a yeah. There's big yeah. dude. One of those guys. Yeah. Um. From um. 
Mandalorian season one, I think. Yeah. I have spoken. Yeah. Yeah. I was um, actually thinking one of the creatures from that, those amnesiac games or insomniac games, you know, those awful first person kind of walk around with no weapons games that were on the oh, PS3. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, but yeah, he's just like a pig fighter, but he's the only one of his species left, I'm going to assume. At one point, he picks up the snout of a pig that's been served to him. I just thought goes, he was going to kiss huh? it. <laughs> I thought he was going to do. Piss I thought he was eating it. Yeah, he, he, does eat it. Oh, he does eat it. Oh, he does eat it. He was going to do that, that, or he was going to do okay. a David Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this the Bullingdon Club? <laughs> <laughs> what he's going to force us into a referendum that we're not? That we're tum, 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 tum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's yeah, like there's two lasses. It's a flamethrowing old crone. Yeah. Two lasses in like a a a mud wrestling pit. You know the most awkward thing about that? Go on, sisters. In real oh, life. Yeah. yeah. Twins, Basil. <laughs> Super awkward for them. Can we just Man. stop this scene? No. Listen, do you want your rice ration or not? Oh. <laughs> oh. That makes it even worse, it does, James. It? Do, you, like, do you want your meat cut off of a stick at the end of the helmet, blade at the end of the night? That's Argentinian food, isn't it? That's gauchos. Yeah, yeah, it's gaucho yeah. food, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, and then, like, there's a big greased-up guy who just, like, goes, ha, 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 and gets in and just starts slapping <laughs> him about in the mud. And I'm like, what is happening here? But the thing is, uh, there may have been music in the background. I couldn't focus on that, because all the way through it, there's just three men's voices going, ha, 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 Like that time I went to Disney on Ice and it took Gaston ages to climb up the ladder and they had to keep looping the sound over and over and over again. It was like that. <laughs> I can just get that to reference. Okay. Yeah, it was, and they're all, but there's all these women being chased around by these supposed heroes who are all just yeah. deviants. So they're all there as well, and they each get a woman. So um, Big Sal, he gets uh, this fire casting woman. He's like trying to eat a bun as well. He's just having his <laughs> tea. Just like I just, I just want this bun, and she's uh, flame throwing. But um, Ogress is there. He's got a woman who he assaults, and then later has like some sort of Stockholm Syndrome effect and just follows him everywhere. Is that not the girl who was just taken and had her ass looked at by the guard? Might be. Might be. Don't know. I mean, it, yeah. again, it doesn't matter because... It seems to come out of nowhere for me. None of it matters because, yeah, he basically sexually assaults her. Yeah. And then later on, she's like, I think he loved me. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, Kyra's there. She's She's changed into something. She's changed into a design made by a man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's like, like a, yeah, it's like just call it like the, the Hall of Knockers, shouldn't it? Really, <laughs> pretty much. She um, gets rid of uh, somebody who was sat next to uh, Mr. Deathstalker. She's claiming that man as her own. Um, and he's like, yeah, sweet, whatever. Uh, Munkar yeah. comes in and introduces the games, and the prize is Princess Cadill, who's brought in in a slightly see-through bride gown, I was going to say. I was just going to say a sheet they'd cut a hole in. That's what it was, yeah. With a l- um, bright light behind it, so it's kind of translucent. Yeah. yeah. The thread count isn't high on the sheet. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, also, I goes... think they genuinely told her, struggle like your fucking life depends on it. <laughs> Because they cannot drag her in there. She's not yes. having any of it. She's that's the best acting in the whole film. Yeah. 
it takes way too long for him to drag her in. I really hope it's acting. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Pick dude is like, right, let's get onto it then. Starts fighting the mud wrestling dude. It's all slimy. It's horrible. Um, He's Ogris starts to fight. Yeah. Everybody just starts fighting. Everybody just goes nuts and starts hammering each other. There's a man very much like Kenneth Williams who gets punted up into the ceiling <laughs> and gets stuck there. <laughs> As he goes up. <laughs> Um, it's it's just nuts. It's like everyone's on cat. It is one of those weird things because I was like, you're supposed to be like partying before the night of the big yeah. tournament, and now you're all having a fight. And at no point does anyone get pushed down a bar. We've yet to do a film where someone gets pushed down a bar. I'm well, sure we did that. Enough. We'll find one of those. Ogress, like... Ogress at one point is just it's just swinging from the chandelier. <laughs> People are just look. Pig dude's beating a man to death with somebody's arm. That bit made me chuckle. Oh, I like that. that. Good, He's got it? older, the greasy dude, and a random man walks past. And he just pulls his arm off and then starts hitting him <laughs> with it. And I thought, that's fun. Yeah, that's a good bit. That's uh, about it. Uh, yeah, it it ends somehow. There's like bodies strewn all over the floor. I think um, Deathstalker carries Codil away, doesn't he? He, he, he basically goes, "Ooh, I like her." And um, Merkin M- Munkar goes. Uh, then you shall have her. After the festivities, I shall send her to your room. And Deathstalker goes, sweet, I'll go and wash it in the sink then. And then that's it. That's like, it's... I'm pretty sure you see her on the bed later on, and she's like, not again, sort of thing. It's yeah. oh, it's just awful. Oh, it's I think at this point, film. his tattoo has moved on his head as well. Yes, like, it does. It, it does wander <laughs> around his head a bit. Magic, he couldn't mate. get a stencil that just like fitted over his ear. We'll just do it in the same place every time. Fuck it, destroy it by hand. He goes to feed his creature a finger. This is the second viewing of the little thing. Just before um, his lunch, so it's fine. So he explains to his assistant that the plan is for everyone in, in the tournament to get killed off. Um, there the will winner, be no obviously. heroes left to oppose him, said the Stranglers. And uh, he'll just kill the winner after that. Just um, kill them all! Why not? Yeah, why, it would have been easier. Send him to sheep like he did last time. Anyway, he then you know we don't see a is. single sheep in this. By the way, no, there's not a single sheep in this film. But he he can turn things into sheep. Why why doesn't he do it in this film? Gaucho union. <laughs> I wouldn't be in any union that had a woman like me in it. Oh no, hang on, that's the Groucho union. <laughs> that's the Groucho. <laughs> yeah, um, he then does something to his assistant. Anyone want to talk us through this? Right, <clears throat> this bit <clears throat> is well. strange. So he goes, uh, we're going to kill Deathstalker tonight because he's probably going to win the tournament otherwise because he's so good at stalking death. And his assistant goes, good idea, boss. And he goes, how are we going to do it then? And um. Monkar goes, uh, Crocodile's going to do it. And the guy goes, no, what? And then he goes, no, we're going to turn you into her yeah. and then you're going to do it. And then we get this, but we don't Re- see the transformation. Really the, bad. The first thing he does as the transformation starts, which is what I think what any man would do, is grab his tit. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, then, and then he grabs his dick. Yeah, and he goes, it's gone! <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Uh, and then, like, she fake, fake, stood... fake Adil looks like he needs to spend some time alone as a woman first before he wants I to was thinking that. You all would. Nothing had happened for a couple of days. I'm not judging. <laughs> no, but you know. I'd never leave the house. Yeah. Well, he's got a mission to do now. He's like, yeah, you must do it when his sword is not in his hand. Hey. <laughs> he means his cock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but fake... also, the, the assistant goes, This hurts. Oh, yeah, he does yeah. a little bit of like fake walking on heel sort of thing not getting used to it it's weird it's a bit of acting from her i guess 
Um, she so fake Cadeal goes off to Deathstalker's chambers, and we immediately gets made passionate love to as mm-hmm. soon as she walks in. Um, she tries to stab him, but at the wrong time, he's still got the sword in his hand for one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a very difficult scene where he just presses her down on the bed. Yeah, and like this is the again another weird bit because like he's fumbling with his genitals, and then he goes, "What are you?" So yeah. is is the transformation not complete? Does it only do boobies? But no, it's gone. We know I that. thought it could just be smooth like an action man. I thought the witch's <laughs> voice was over this, warning him. But I don't, I don't really know. Who knows? Oh, I don't think it matters. I don't yeah. think it matters. Yeah, uh, matter. so he just I know fucking does him in. When he, t- he when he turns back into a man, he's fully dressed in the hat and everything. Like, like surely, I don't know. Surely he'd become naked or something. But maybe this actor had a non-naked clause in his contract. The only person in it who does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he get he gets booted outside, still as fake Kadil, and Kyra is outside the chambers and boobily tries to rescue her because she's got a cloak undone again. Can't do it up. Walking around the castle chestily. I've I've written here, but I don't know if this is where it is. I've written, be careful if you're hurt. It won't be as much fun later. That's what he says to her. Is that what he says? Yeah, that's dialogue. Um, They have a duel and they each kill one another. It's Shakespearean, mate. um, (laughs) Deathstalker comes out as she dies. No! Yeah, And he gives her a quick cheeky, just for old time's sake. (laughs) Probably does. Uh, Scene. And we're down to the last 30 minutes. So, you know, Cara, that, that character we've just been introduced to, didn't find anything about her backstory or anything. She's no. dead now, so it don't matter. Yeah, none yeah. of it mattered. None of no. it mattered. Dawn, the tournament begins. It's got everything. Dauntless fighters, uh, some sort of priestess cast, um, crowds of cheering townsfolk. Yeah. A man twizzling on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rewound that bit because I was like, good on him. <laughs> He's found gainful employment with his one skill. Hi, <laughs> yes, I'm Jeremy the Twizzler. Yes, if you need someone to twizzle about on a stick, here's my card. Ooh, ooh. It's a twizzy mound. Get it. Oh, here you go. It's fucking hell. It's like Game of Thrones, but shitter. Um, yeah, the tournament begins, and we get yeah. various scenes of different fights happening. Jeff Capes has brought a big mallet with him. I Which he got mallet. from a Test Your Strength game, I think. <laughs> It does look like a comedy <laughs> joke one. <laughs> I expected to hit somebody with it. Goes <laughs> <laughs> squeaks when you bang it. Ogris has got um, his his new girlfriend, and he has a duel with someone in a gimp mask. Yeah, and I've he's written, getting his ass handed to him. To be fair, I've written here that this is why people say wrestling's fake. <laughs> you know, people that people that watch this go, "Oh, I won't like wrestling. I don't. I didn't like Deathstalker. I won't like wrestling." Well, there's pyro in wrestling. <laughs> And a budget, um, and I a plot fake, like boxing. Um, <laughs> no, it's yeah. real, like water polo. <laughs> uh, incredibly dark scene follows, and I didn't really get this at all. But after this, so Ogres wins his duel, and then apparently it's written somewhere. The night after the first day of the tournament, Ogres is taken by Munkar's men to a prison cell, while Salmarin is attacked by the prison guards and gets knocked down into a well that leads to the harem. Mm-hmm. I was confused that, throughout all of this. Before that, we do get Jeff Capes bashing a dude's head in like Midsummer. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was. It's yeah, hilarious. not just once. Like he keeps yeah. swinging, and then there's a little bit of minced beef on the yeah. um, on the hammer, and the crowd yeah. got mental for that. Yeah. They they're like, yes, burgers. <laughs> he he fought, on that on that fall into the harem. That that fountain wasn't particularly deep in the last scene, no, and in this scene, him. he he falls so far, and then. Pops up out of it as if to say, God, I was right in the center of the earth there. It's the and power it's of surrounded the... by horny Argentinian women. That's all he's ever wanted. <laughs> That's what he says, it. isn't it? That's <laughs> something like that, yeah. Or he uh... probably just goes, or something like that. <laughs> There is a bit earlier on. Robin Asquith I, runs in. I, I didn't mention it where he goes, hmm, when there's women about and he does the face, hmm. It yeah. might have been that bit. That's his Pop. trademark, I think. That's 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 the Augusto Loretta look he painted. Oh, you looked up his name. Beautiful. I have to have the cast list on because I can't remember names for anyone in this. Yeah, I know. Munkar is torturing Ogris and he says, <laughs> I trust you are comfortable. And, and he Ogris goes, says, no, not really. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'll loosen the straps then. Sorry. And he does. And it turns yeah. out that Ogress's role was to bring Deathstalker to him by apparently mentioning that he was on his way to a tournament, which he, he was under no obligation to. Yeah. Well, uh, it's a big, big reveal there. He offers to kill Deathstalker, and Munkar lets him go to do exactly that. Um, he goes straight to Deathstalker and confesses everything. Don't know what his game plan is at all. I think it's supposed to be. I've had a change of heart. Because like, we've been through tough times together. I've known you a day. Uh, we all watched you shag that last last night. That's a bonding experience for any group of strange men in a forest, isn't it? Uh, she's dead now. Um, I've got a lass. You can have her if you want. And she's probably like, yeah, I'm not bothered. I'm not even in this film. Actually, she's right behind him at this yeah, point. Yeah, she follows him around like a lost dog. It's terrific. <laughs> yeah. um, they brawl. Um... Deathstalker doesn't take kindly to, to treachery of any sort. Um, and Ogress's new missus just looks there as he gets pummeled to death and looks, if anything, just slightly disgusted. Um, <laughs> like he's getting his head flushed down a toilet or something by a school bully. <laughs> oh, oh. I thought I was in there. I thought I was going to get get a share of the tank top millions. Yeah. <laughs> Deathstalker then snaps his neck and says, goodbye, old friend. You, you knew him, Max, three days. Yeah. Yeah. Old friend. Yeah. <laughs> old you've, friend. Known, you've known Johnny Salmon longer. <laughs> <laughs> day two of the tournament, and I think the final day. We're very two day to tournament. It's like cricket. <laughs> um, Munkar announces at the start of this that Deathstalker will face the greatest warrior ever known. It's I think it was man. Pig Dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Big Pig Man. I didn't Pig know Malian. if it was him or if it was just somebody in a very similar mask, to be honest. I think <laughs> Jeff Capes is Pig Man. Do you think there was a bit where they lost the mask? Yeah. Yeah. Or they just went, we haven't got enough fighters. Take your mask off, Jeff. And he's like, oh, man, I've got to advertise pot noodles tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And carry all these bricks around end to end. And uh, and fancy budgery gars. Lift them big stones up for no reason. And and rip her yellow pages in half. Which we could all do now. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's my teeth just thinking about it. Yeah, so he fights Pigman. Quickly disarms him, actually, with his special sword. Um, I and will say somehow... the sword looks pretty good. Like yeah, It's, it's a nice-looking sword. Compared to the sword and sorcery one that was three swords in... Five swords in yeah. one. 
And it glows blue like there's orcs everywhere. Um, <laughs> there is a bit where he just bonks him on the snout, and I just yeah. thought, you bastard. <laughs> ah, my eyes watering. I'm not crying. It's just my eyes, isn't it? Um, yeah, he somehow manages not to kill him after having disarmed him. He's the one with the sword now, and they just grapple around for a bit. Um, Pig Dude eventually gets skewered, and the crowd goes fucking wild. Yep. Because uh, they know they're allowed to go home soon. Because he's an abomination, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the last one of his race. Yeah. The, the Pygmalions. <laughs> it shouldn't make me laugh as much as it did. Um, that night, Munkar orders his goons to go out, kill Deathstalker, and they immediately <laughs> go to the harem and get sidetracked. No, yeah. he says, search every inch of the castle. And the guards all go, we'll start in the room of tits then, lads. Eh? Yeah, I was about that. <laughs> Um, Salmoran's hiding behind a cushion at this point, <laughs> pretending to be like Danny DeVito in um, It's Always Sunny When He's In The Sofa. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Uh, yeah, he's um, performed a minor plot point by arming uh, the women. So they've all got mm-hmm. little stabby knives now, and they start stabbing, yeah. um, which is good. I like that. Yeah, it gives the power back to them a little bit. Yeah, but Monkar's army as well are not very well trained because he's like, go and do my bidding. And they go, I choose to not follow those yeah. rules. <laughs> so they deserve what they get for not obeying orders yeah. and being Death, big rapists. Deathstalker goes in search of the amulet, uh, meanwhile, and um, the witch tells him to uh, minor role that she has. He finds it suspended from a cave ceiling, very tantalizingly, with mm, a place to yeah. keep it. It's not a safe. I put it in a safe. If it was me. I thought he was going to be near that little thing. I thought this is going to be the moment yeah, where it shines. It's going yeah. to pop out. Pops, it. Him on the it, arse, just pops yeah. it, yeah. Nope. Uh, no, it's a man with a big chopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he clearly bought that from the same place that man bought the hammer. Um, Deathstalker now has the power of telekinesis. Ah, <laughs> so- sword on a string, come to me! Yeah, <laughs> Derek's absolutely. world of comedy weapons. <laughs> if you want a sword that's unwieldy, come and see Derek. <laughs> yeah, um... I don't know whether it's supposed because, like, I'm trying to remember what the sword was the power of, and apparently it is just like fucking force powers. Yeah. I don't know. I, I again, I can't remember, actually. No, no, he just because he, he he goes and the sword flies towards him. Who Never knows? uses it again. No. Nope. Uh, the amulet gleams with the power of Mister Film, and uh, the goon <laughs> just gets his head chopped off. It's that Black's head. head. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Uh, we got any more wigs, guys? No, <laughs> use the same one again. Fuck it, no one cares. He goes to. We see used all the wigs on the witch's house. Yeah, goes to find Munkar, who's in a sort of ruined arena sort of place. This is he—he he gets transported by Munkar to the set of the Bronx yeah, Warriors. Here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that this is where there's multiple theremins. It was beautiful. Theremania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, he strikes down. There's lots of visions of Munkar. He casts like multiple copies of himself. Mirror, Finally, yeah, mirror some image. fucking magic in this yeah, film, yeah. like. Finally, it, some fighting it has with magic. Big D and D last boss energy. Yeah, like he's held onto all his spells all the way through this campaign, and now he's just going to burn through them all in this last fight. And he does. He casts multiple images of himself. There's uh, a lot of laughing, a lot of laughing, and for once, it's a decent laugh. Ah, like the one thing I will say is this: this villain Monker has got a cracking laugh. Uh, he uh, he's summoned Codeal as well, who also turns up, and he nearly like slices through her because he's too busy hacking away at these mirrors. Um, but he doesn't. Munkar makes his big weapon gleam bright red. This is um, all very... And the witch turns up and goes, don't succumb to it. It's just an illusion. You're not on fire. Um, there's fire everywhere. <laughs> and then Munkar yeah. goes, he's not on fire, but you are, bitch. <laughs> and she catches fire for no reason. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. non-union Carol Kane. 
yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say she look. He look. She looks like um thingy from Young Frankenstein with the big eyes, just in a wig. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's actually pretty young. That uh, that person. I looked her up, and she's like a filmmaker now. I think this all was right. her first big break, so she actually did all right out of this. Um, and I think she's she, paid in wigs. Properly, properly young in this. She's the only um, woman that isn't sexually assaulted in the whole film. Yeah, she did well out of that. But as well. she does get set on fire. So I swing to right, <laughs> <makes really, laughs> Um, Munkara's giving himself hair. <laughs> <He's> got- <laughs> yeah, I thought I I'd missed him here because I was laughing after she got set on fire. And then he's like, "Is he trying to disguise himself as Pete Best out of the Beatles? What's going on?" <laughs> and Deathstalker just walks through the flames that he's put everywhere. Says he doesn't want that power, and he just takes the chalice out of his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and the- casts it aside. Yeah, the chalice okay. glows like it's been. It- in some sort of nuclear meltdown or something. Looks like it's from Chernobyl. Mr. Mr. Film's got three colours. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he tosses Bunkar into a baying crowd that's appeared all of a sudden. Yeah, right. Yeah. Where did these people come from? I don't know, but they are pissed. Right, because he was like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to let these people who, I don't know, you've been mean to? Uh-huh. Yeah. He seemed like a fairly benevolent leader. No one was starving. <laughs> Women got abducted left, right and centre, but eh, it's the price you pay, isn't it? I don't uh, know. They like, they are livid because they tie him to some horses and the, slap the horses and they just rip yeah. him apart. Yeah, he like ends the... up like David in uh, Shaun of the Dead, didn't he? Like, yes. Absolutely ripped apart. I did like when he threw him in and we got um, Munkar Cam. And it, it was it was <laughs> yeah. very uh, the end days of Colonel Gaddafi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a reference, everyone. Yes. So Layer in yeah. these dictator <laughs> references into that, aren't we? Deathstalker then holds up all three objects and lightning somehow strikes them. And then he says, all the powers of creation and chaos, I destroy you. Deathstalker. <laughs> Deathstalker might return. Five yeah, times. Weird. <laughs> weird and that's, that, that's the film, boys and girls. Like, that is as sensible as, as it is. I think... I could sum it up. Deathstalk goes to a tournament, kills the bad guy, and then destroys the things he was sent to get. Mm-hmm. What happens then after that? Nobody knows. It's yeah. just uh, the it's same, an end credits same bit. world, really, isn't it? It's an end credits bit. What was that oh. bit of the end credits? I missed that. I missed oh, that. I couldn't turn this off quick enough. Oh, there's outtakes. For once, I didn't do oh, outtakes. Get out. Oh, oh God. The fucking isn't. <laughs> it was all filmed <laughs> in one take. I told you. <laughs> the film includes the outtake. Yeah. Um, no, it's that's it. That's that. No, that's Samuel Jackson doesn't appear at the end and invite him to the Avengers. <laughs> Deathstalker, you could stop, stop feeling up Black Widow. I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't. It's yeah, that's it. That there isn't, there is no more. It is one of those films that I'm sure I must have watched. That got this from like the video shop as a child because it's got dragons and swords yeah. and stuff on the front. And I think this is probably why I'm very confused sexually <laughs> because there's a lot of sexy women in it and a lot of dudes with no tops on. Like it's a bewildering system. Yeah, it's mad. But it isn't right. I will say, as an adult now, it is in no way erotic. No, 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 no. It's quite it's the horrible. opposite. It's quite the opposite. Yeah, it 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 it's very feels very very exploitative. Yes, uh, which is not good. Um, but yeah, I mean, is there anything else to say about this, or should we just go to scores? Scores, please. So okay. last last time I gave uh the the shark film, I gave that three bronze uh whatever's shark yeah. probably. Um, I'm gonna put this below. 
that film. You remember that film? Do you remember how bad it was? Yeah. It was terrible, Imagine yeah. Imagine two bronze harems, if you will. Ooh. Wow. And that's only because Nightmare Circus was just slightly worse. <laughs> that is, I don't that think is. it was that that bad when it comes to ratings. I'll have to give it one silver sword on a string. That's high for you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I, there, was, there was fun. I, can, I mean, yeah. it was inco- incoherent from start to finish. But was... See what they were trying to do, and I'm yeah. assuming this was cashing in on like the Conan the Barbarian, Beastmaster. Yes, uh, the Conan the Barbarian was the year before. Krull sort of thing, yeah, but with no plot or script or talent or anything. And they thought we'll just put a wax heads being cut off and and knockers. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with uh, four brass bottoms. <laughs> they make the rocking world go round. Yes, <laughs> bronze bottoms. Sorry, yeah, we don't do brass, do we? Brasses. Um, yeah, that's that's literally it. Well, that was Death Stalker, nineteen eighty-three. Same year as Endgame, Bronx, lot of finale. I oh. bet the Italians would have done this better. Mm. Uh, it had they a have budget. done it worse? No. Uh, the budget was $457,000, and it made that back. Made that back in the first week that it was out at cinemas. Was there Uh, nothing else out at the cinema that week? Was it like when I went and watched Balls of Fury? Ooh, you went to see that at the cinema. (laughs) There was literally nothing else on. I had a season pass. I'm using it. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, I went to see a lot of shit with my season pass, yeah. Um, it made eleven point nine million dollars on release. Shut up! Yeah. Wow. This, wow! 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 It sells. That's equivalent to thirty-three point six million a day. That's enough to buy sixteen King Toot and Carl Moon death masks. I've found out, which is just calculated. It's not for sale, everyone. It's just how many did he have? The amount of gold that's contained in the ah. death mask, which is worth two million. It's worth as well um, seven hundred twenty-nine actual chalices. That's based on uh, the most expensive chalice I could find on Google Shopping, which was 46k. Um, and it's a sensational large silver chalice in the German Mannerist style, circa 1880, and at the end, used. And which I thought was really <laughs> What? Oh, what a used chalice. <laughs> also, the German Mannerist. I always say Danke. <laughs> was it John Chalice? <laughs> Ron Silver. Marlene! Um, <laughs> Um, first of a series of Argentinian films. Nine million. Uh, oh, it was still hung up on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it was, was. Was this the film that Pee Wee Herman was caught wanking to? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> this was the first of a series of Argentinian films made by Roger Corman. Um, he. Oh, of course it was. Of course yeah. it's Corman, isn't it? Uh, Argentina, by the way, named after the Silver River, the Argent River. Um, there you go. So a little fact. All right, um, hundred things we learned from film. Right, right, there you go. Um, it's um, synergy. The, the first of a series of films throughout the 80s and slightly into the 90s that were um, shot in Argentina. This obviously sort of set that standard. They knew they could make the money out of this. So they yeah. went on to make Deathstalker 2, Deathstalker and the Warriors from Hell, uh, Deathstalker 4, Match of Titans. Um, and then uh, Rich Hill stopped being... Uh, <laughs> Actually, he didn't stop being an actor. What am I saying? He had some parts in Liar Liar, 1997. Cheers, Magnum P.I. And most importantly, Cyborg 2, colon, Glass Shadow, 1993, which is an Angelina Jolie film about a cyborg seductress. What? Does Glass cast Mm. a shadow? Glass is famously translucent. (laughs) (laughs) 
Also, Match of Titans. I'm hoping that's like an Escape to Victory style Deathstalker on one team playing football. Is that Escape to Victory with Pele in it? <laughs> I am 100% here for that crossover. It was uh, directed by two-time director James Spardellitali. I probably pronounced that wrong. Oh, only got there. only got two two director credits. Not much on him. I think he did a lot of. Um, he was a lot of like assistant, first assistant, things like that. But it was written by Howard R. Cohen, who was a party joke editor apparently for Playboy magazine, which is probably how they ended up getting Barbie Benton. So Howard R. Cohen did Vampire Hookers. 1978, Space Raiders, 1983. <laughs> <laughs> he invented these and then was like, Deathstalker, that's next. <laughs> I wouldn't want to eat those, Chris. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Um, and uh, the year, a couple of years after this, Barbarian Queen. Transformer um, snack and the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Barbarian Queen. Is that yeah. not a Billy Ocean song? <laughs> now we're it living is, the same it. dream. It's a similar film series to Deathstalker, but featuring <laughs> Kyra, La- Lana Clarkson. So it's sort of a similar sort of series. I think there were a couple of those. Um, so yeah, Barbie Benton, girlfriend of Hugh Hefner, and yeah. Playboy model. So presumably through Howard R. Cohen got, got to this point. She was a country singer in the 70s and 80s as well. I think she had a number five hit with something. I, I am a stalking death. <laughs> I was listening to it earlier. It's very sort of like sub Dolly Parton um, style stuff. Um, she gave up acting in the mid eighties, um, and so we'll move on to Ogress Richard Brooker, a British stuntman, not only a trapeze artist but a horse trainer, and there were quite a few horses in this. Mm. So I reckon that was uh, his his talent that he was bringing to bear on that. I Only five know. acting credits. Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, no. You, I think you're probably going to say what I was about to say. So. I think oh, no, trapeze you... artist, was he Twizzy Man? He might oh, have been, yeah. he might have been, yeah. That's Multi- why he's from Uncredited Twizzy well. Multi-classing, you see. Yeah. <laughs> Good at twizzling, horses, um, <laughs> tank tops. <laughs> Got it all, mate. I'm a man for all seasons. <laughs> Throw myself out the window. Okay. <laughs> but go on then. Yeah, Richard Brooker's most famous appearance. Go for it. Uh, for me, he's got an episode of Hell's Kitchen dedicated, quote unquote, in his memory. Yes. Yeah, oh, he died. Hell. I mean, 13, I think. I can only assume that he ended up being a porter in one of the kitchens. Maybe I don't know. All right, so why? How? I thought you were going to uh, say that his most famous acting credit was that he was Jason in Friday the Thirteenth Part. Oh right, no, no, I was interested. The, the year before, nineteen eighty-two. <laughs> what first... are you? You're an ogress sandwich. <laughs> we've we've got stuck on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to see the correlation between the two, but yeah, whatever. Go on, he was in Friday the Thirteenth. That's Jason. Oh, he was Jason, yes. Yeah, so he, he was probably at the peak of his sort of like fame-ish when he did this film. Uh, but he, he only did like five films. Totally. When they're all gold. <laughs> yes. Anyway, moving on to finally Kyra, uh, Lana Clarkson. Uh, in 2003, record producer Phil Spector shot and killed Clarkson inside his home and was charged Fuck with off. murder and convicted in 2009. What a yeah, shit. Mate. Yep. That was her. What? That is, so yeah, I'm, I was right. Can't Did you not know that? Because I was like, no! all the way through this, I was like, someone's going to mention it. No, I, was I, did, I didn't realise that's who that was. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was, wow. Fucking hell. Just just before we move on, uh, without meaning to, to, to bring the, the mood up a little bit, I've just spotted that there's a Cyborg 3. Cyborg 3, the Recycler. 
This is a real film starring Zach Gallagher and Malcolm McDowell. Oh, jeez. I hope it's with Cyclops. I was going to say Zach Braff for a moment. (laughs) Malcolm McDowell as Lord Talon, and then everybody else is called things like Reese Cyborg, Jocko Cyborg, Donovan Cyborg, Decaf Cyborg. (laughs) Donovan Cyborg just sitting there going, yellow is the colour of me. El Cid Cyborg. Sunshine Cyborg. They feel very much like Futurama robots, don't they? Yeah, absolutely they do. Hedonism bot, you know. Uh, yeah, so um, Lana Clarkson obviously went on to star in a lot of other sort of similar films. So Barbarian Queen, she was the sort of title character of um, Mrs. Barbarian Queen. Um, so she did a few of those and it sort of feels very much now that she just sort of veered into Phil Spector's life. It's not a happy story. No. Um, ended in 2003. But in the 1980s, she volunteered weekly at the AIDS charity project Angel Food, which delivers food for those in Los Angeles disabled by HIV or AIDS, at a time when that disease was greatly feared by the yeah. general public and there was a massive uh, scare campaign about that. Um, so in happier times, we'll end on that she was in a David Carradine film, uh, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom 2, 1989. Wow. <laughs> but the thing is that I don't think we can do another film knowing what she went through in her yeah, life. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a very glum ending to a, a fun section. <laughs> There's very little, very yeah. little stopping us from doing Wizards of the Lost Kingdom one, though. <laughs> I think well, it's just called Wizards yeah. of the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, the film is one of ten that Roger Corman produced in Argentina during the 1980s, beginning yep. with Deathstalker in 80. Oh, I thought it was just going to be, that's the Magic Kingdom. I was just going to be a guy in a pointy hat getting lost in Disneyland. <laughs> no, it's part oh, of a whole oeuvre. The, the Argent- it's like his is it all the same world? Is this, is this like the first shared universe? Yeah, why, no. why not? Why not? No, it's not. And on that note, James Fact is banished uh, forevermore. <clears throat> so, the reviews for this are strange, to say the least. I bet. Um, there's a lot of people going, this is like the terrible exploited film. But I've not gone with that. Fantastically bad. 10 out of 10 by Brick Nash 28 Firstly, let's not beat around the bush. This is a low-budget, and I mean low-budget, fantasy film. Right now, if you accept that, this film is great fun, especially for a bunch of guys to watch with a few beers. The film makes no apologies. It's just gratuitous, with heads flying off all over the place, and barely a scene goes by without a good, solid flash of naked females, free sex, mud wrestling, magic, swords, muscles, blood. It's all in there. It maybe should make apologies, though. It should make a lot of apologies. It should prostrate itself on the floor like a Japanese emperor. As a film, it is nowhere near the quality of Conan the Barbarian, but it's one of those films you don't watch expecting to be moved to tears. Did anyone cry in Conan? <laughs> I kind of cried when that snake lady got thrown in the fire. But that's the wi- Yeah, the witch lady. Yeah, because she horrible was way to hot. Go. Yeah. Uh, why is it with witches being put on fire in these films? Only way to kill a minute. I guess so. That's just witch facts. <laughs> uh, overall, a fantastically bad fantasy epic that film snobs should avoid at all costs, but everyone else should give a bash on those Saturday nights with their mates. Mm, I no don't know. I think I was watching this with other people. I'd, yeah, it'd be weird. Um, and then there's one guy that's like, buy a six pack, invite your mates round, especially if your girlfriend's just left you. And I'm like, okay, Caspian, you're going through something there. <laughs> but uh, 
see your troubles. The, the best of the sword and sorcery flicks. I, I only picked this one because it has stats. All right. Because so, he's, he's clearly not his first time watching this because he's paused it. This movie is packed with everything you'd expect in a sword and sorcery film, except explicit sex, which he seems somehow annoyed at. <laughs> right, here we go. There are 25 breast shots, 27 butt shots, 6 sword fights, 15 impalings, 2 amputations, 1 arrow in the neck, 3 beheadings, we must have missed one somewhere, 1 horse dragging, 1 eye candy, don't know, 1 finger food, 1 mud wrestle, 1 pig face, 1 magical transsexual operation, 2 bitch slappings, 1 crotch stabbing, 1 head smashing, and 1 draw and quartering. It doesn't get much better than this. Ooh. Also, those were the original lyrics to We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are we counting as an impaling here? I think running someone through, I would right. assume. But again, RLCSL Joe won has clearly sat there with his clipboard doing bar, ga- bar things for each one. Bar gates, cow gates, cow and gate, drink cow and gate milk <laughs> while watching this. Um, yeah, it seems to me that people like, it's a low budget film, that's fine. And then there seems to be horny perverts who are like, yeah. it's got boobs in it. And I'm like, I know back then you could only find pornography in Hedges or reading the Freeman's catalogue, but this is not it, people. Yeah, Sorry. It was awful. It, But it was a film. It, I'm, I'm resting on that fact. had a loose it. story to it. There was a beginning, a middle, and an end, technically. All this, we did just... Alone for Christmas and then Landshark, which stretching the definition of a film. Yeah, um, you know. But <laughs> I mean, this, yeah, I'm not saying it was a great film, but we've been through this together. We've covered worse, yes. Uh, in conclusion, that was Deathstalker, 1983. Uh, Mark, do you want to fill us in on where you're up to in your walking for oh, charity? Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a, uh, yeah, so regular listeners will know, uh, both of you, that I'm doing <laughs> um, I'm doing a million steps in three months for charity, mate, for um, Diabetes UK. We are currently, we, me, <laughs> I'm currently, uh, how many weeks in? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six weeks in, and I am on 500 thousand steps just over 500,000 steps I, I thought you were just going to rest on 500 steps 500 steps then. yeah <laughs> uh, five, five, 500 just from here to the cattle 508,472 steps he just so, rolls yeah, everywhere if you want to uh, <laughs> if, if you've got a few shekels please donate because it's giving it's giving me blisters I've got blisters on my fingers uh, uh, and that's really good the thing will be uh, the, the, the link will be in the notes as it always is um, yeah uh, Joe and James have done it already because yep, they're yep. fucking easily led uh, <laughs> nah it's, it's a good thing for a good thing man like exercise is supposedly good for you i don't agree with it <laughs> if it's so good why did that jogging man die exactly um <laughs> jogging man. the guy that invented jogging what's he called jimmy jogging Jeff Jogs. <laughs> the fuck you too many jogglers <laughs> um was he not called jim oh, i swear to god right don't no you're mixing him up with the was he not called jim fix the guy who invented jogging are you not mixing him up with the bloke that invented that little two-wheel fucking no, bike? Jimmy Segway. No. Of <laughs> I'm sure the guy. I'm gonna fuck it. Look, I'm what sure the guy that on? invented oh, it was called. Um, it's a, it's a, a Bill Hicks bit, isn't it? Yeah, right yeah. foot, left foot. How are you going to write that down? <laughs> yeah, the complete yeah. book of running. He invented it when he wanted to walk twice as fast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how have yeah, we got I'm to doing that? that? I don't know. Doing that. Um, yeah. In conclusion, yeah, Deathstalker, 1983. Um, your favourite lines from the film? You need a fool, no a hero. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> you must do it when the sword is not in his hand. 
Are you comfortable? No, I'm not. <laughs> Jeff Stalker, your first should only be for the first talisman. Goodbye, old friends. God. Mm. And, and on that, what a perfect way to end it. Say goodbye, <laughs> boys and girls. Bye. Ta-ra. Maybe that's why the video shop shut down, Joe.